Have you ever heard of Mice Media and the Mice NFT project? I'm willing to guess that you probably haven't, so I'm going to dive into that today because this is one of those projects that I came across a few weeks ago, and it's pretty amazing to me in the sense that if this had come out, say, 18 months ago, this is one of those that would have shot up the charts and would have been just on the top of everyone's conversation. However, in this crazy market, this is one of those things that has been overlooked, and I think it would be appropriate to just dive into that and just discuss certain things that are happening in this project that I think you will find interesting. Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. So a few weeks ago, I popped into a space to hear about Mice Media. Wasn't exactly sure what it was. Of course, when I think of media and mice or mouse, I think of Mickey Mouse. So automatically, I think of Disney, this 3D NFT character that sort of looks like a mouse. I don't know, it's Chuck E. Cheese more so than Mickey Mouse. But when I'm thinking of media, that is why I thought of Mickey Mouse. But this could not be anything further away from Disney. This is on the premise of trying to give people back the freedom of speech and not being able to be censored and locked down and so forth. And that is a very much different than, of course, what we know that Disney is all about and what they're building their media empire. But the premise for this, why this is called Mice Media, which is one of the questions that I had, like, why Mice Media? Is because when you have a mouse in the house, okay, it is a little nuisance. But when you have mice, meaning multiple mouse, mouses, <laughs> many mouse equals many mouse equals mice. So um, then you have a real problem. And that is the thing. When you have one voice that is speaking against something or speaking up against something, it can be silenced. But when you have the mice, that is a serious problem because mice, what do they do? They multiply and they get into things and they go all over the place. And then that's when you have to call the exterminator and do all sorts of things. This is not just the type of thing that you can handle with a little mouse trap or anything of that nature. When you have mice, it is massive. And that is basically the premise that they are organized under and trying to promote that voice of the people, if you will, promoting that idea because one person can be silenced, everybody cannot. And of course, we know with these social media platforms, I've spoken about that in the last few episodes, saying that, yeah, certain things, when you're building on them, it is their house, it is their rules, you have to play by that. You don't like it, oh, well, get off the platform. That's basically how they operate. And rightfully so, it is their house, right? They built the technology. They're giving us the platforms. In most cases, it is free to use them so they can kick us off. So that is the premise of why Mice Media and something of that nature is important. Now, what's interesting about this particular project is that they are actually not a Web3 NFT project by nature. They are a project that would be really a Web2 project that sees the problem, the need for having um, a decentralized platform, if you will, in allowing people that might have a voice that could easily be silenced on another platform. That's the best way I'm going to put it. I'm not going to take any sides, either like far left or far right, whatever it is, just you hold a position about a particular thing that might not be popular on that platform, right? And this is an alternative that allows people to then monetize and not be, I guess you would say, 100% dependent on the platform that they blow up on to make money. So, for example, let's just say in the height of COVID with everything happening with vaccines and such, someone wanted to make YouTube content that was uh, anti-vaxxing, right? They, they just weren't for 
the mandates and all these masking and all this stuff. Well, they had a huge problem because on most of these platforms, either A, that information would be suppressed, it would be blacklisted, it would be blocked or whatever it might be. So they couldn't necessarily say all they wanted to say. And I'm just using this as an example. So what people could do if Mice Media was around then was to start the conversation where the eyeballs are, whether it is on YouTube, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and so forth. And then say, you know, I cannot have this conversation in its full entirety over here on this platform. If you'd like to hear more, check out my profile over at Mice Media. And over there, you can have the full unedited, uncensored version of that. And you can monetize there, whether it is that you're going to charge, you can have it token gated, you can have uh, whatever it might be. So that conversation is going to continue off platform. So you start the conversation where the eyes are. And then you move the people off platform onto the space that you are allowed to have certain conversations. That's the whole idea and premise of Mice Media, everything that they're building. So you might say, well, where does Web3 and NFTs and stuff come in? That is where it's very interesting. They're actually building up this platform way before they even had the idea of rolling out a PFP, NFT, mouse project or mice project, if you will. And they initially set up with the goal of freedom of speech and not censoring anyone. And then someone approached them, I'm not exactly sure what it was, and says, you know what, this is Web3. This is their values. This is the type of thing that really needs to be decentralized and you need to look into the blockchain and the spirit that is happening with these NFT projects. These are the things that they value. So as a result, they ended up doing this uh, generative project with the mice, and they also have a token that they're going to use to reward engagement on the platform and so forth. So by no means is this any kind of endorsement of, uh, hey, go out and buy some mice and whatever. No, I'm just telling you how they came into Web3, how they started to build this platform. They started off with a mission of no censorship. They wanted this platform that gave people the option to funnel or siphon their audience, if you will, off of the mainstream platforms onto something that they had a little bit more control of and then continue that conversation in an uncensored fashion. And because that is something that's directly aligned with the Web3 NFT community, then it just made sense to launch the NFT project. So this is not an NFT project that is funding the platform developments for Mice Media. This media platform, if you will, was going to be developed anyways. So they had the funding, the team in line, and their team is very interesting. A serial entrepreneur is just very business-oriented, business-minded, what have you, and just pivoting into Web3 is something that's very interesting. Now, they said in the space, the first space I was in is that this is not a Web3 project building a platform. This is really a Web2 business that embraced Web3. And gasp, a lot of people would say, this is absolutely ridiculous. They can't say that. Well, I gave you the introduction, the story as to exactly what they're doing, what's going on, and why they ended up having this NFT and now the token. And it's all because they were invited into Web3. They were already building their mission. They had their team. They had everything in place. But then someone approached them and said, you know what? This makes sense to be Web3. Bring in that Web3 audience. Now, if this project with this particular art this concept, this token and everything had launched, say, 18 months ago, it would have absolutely shot off one to the moon. It would have been ridiculous. But seeing how things have worked over the last two years, I just know at this point, everything starts off with the expectations of people trying to flip it, make a quick dollar. So they initially had the pre-sale mint months ago. 
I think that this is like the OG mint, not even the pre-sale mint. And if I'm not mistaken, this was at 0.05 ETH. But then they had the pre-sale mint that opened up about two weeks ago. And this was at 0.08 ETH. And then the public sale, which went on for a few days at 0.11. So they closed off now. They initially had a supply of 10,000. However, they only sold about 4,000 of the 10,000. They said whatever they sell, by that time the close off was that they would close off the mint and then just move on to building. So you might be saying, well, why would they close off? Again, remember, this is a Web2 project. They have their platform. They're building that media empire, if you will. And they just happen to provide access using the NFT. So they're not focusing on selling NFTs to build out their goal, build out the company. They offered this NFT to the early adopters as a way to get them on board. Of course, with the NFT, you're going to have access to a profile. You're going to be able to use the platform. You're going to be able to get rewards for engagement using that token, which is called uh, Cheddar, you know, play on the whole mouse thing. So you have your mouse or your mice, many of them, of course. Then you have your Cheddar that's being generated by engaging on the platform and so forth. And they are just building this thing out. They said, whoever gets this NFT gets in, it comes in early. Cool. If not, well, oh, well, we're going to build out our platform either way. That is what we came here to do. And we're going to give people the voice, allow us to be the mice, right? So that is what they did. And of course, I'm just watching, standing back, seeing how the floor price is going and everything, because you know, at this point, um, I just you know, don't buy anything for full price anymore. And I was looking at it and there were quite a few that I was like, oh man, that's so cool. I would love to try to get that one. But I just knew I did not want to pay more than a certain figure. I had a number in my head that I said, I do not want to go over this. And I put out some offers and they weren't accepted. And okay, whatever. They were selling for much higher at that time. But now the price is creeping down. So now, being a podcast or someone who creates content, that's why I see the value in this. This is not like the mass appeal everything. And it's not like I'm putting out most controversial thing anyways. I mean, sure, I'm talking about NFTs. Maybe not the most popular topic it is as it is. But it's not like I'm going to get canceled on YouTube for talking about NFTs or something of that nature. But I just think the idea of it, decentralization, a no censorship and all of that, and not relying on one platform for your business, because it is a nerve wracking thing. If you're heavily reliant on Facebook or Twitter or any of these platforms to build your business, it is like, wow, it is just being at their mercy. They could turn it off at any time. I remember in the late 90s, early 2000s, mid 2000s, I would say, uh, there was this thing called Google Slap. And it's when they changed up their algorithms and everything. And it's like all those people that were depending heavily on Google to make all their money, they weren't able to make money anymore. And anytime that Google changes up their algorithms or their ad platform or anything of that nature, they call it the Google slap because businesses that were completely reliant on that, they now find that, you know, overnight that their income was turned off. So that is what we don't want. So this whole platform, the idea of having the mice, having mice media, funnel the traffic off of one of those big guys and then go over to this network and then it can direct you out to anywhere. So it's not like you're trapping you onto this just being another platform saying, hey, come over to Mice Media. No, on Mice Media, you can then redirect them to your own website. You can redirect them to some Web3 solution that might come up. You can redirect them to anywhere that you want to send them the traffic, continue that conversation. And I think that is just very interesting, very ingenious. Now, the token, the NFT, all that stuff, like, is it going to be profitable? I have no idea. I just think that the mission is very cool and something worth checking out. So 
Again, I'm not telling you to buy this. I just, I'm telling you to look at this, the solution that they're providing. It is not the most polished platform at the moment. They're literally rolling this out. A lot of the access is token gated, but you can just check it out. Check out some of their spaces, hear what they're saying about the things, get to know the founders and whatever. And again, just might help you to brainstorm and just get some ideas as to some of the amazing things that are happening in this space. But love to hear your thoughts on all of this. Please feel free to reach out to me at Tropic Vibes as usual. Contact information will be in the show notes. But thank you for listening to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.